Okay. So another season gone, another one anew that has hit. We are now within the well, we are now within the beginning of the fall 2022 anime season, which honestly is going to be one of the biggest ones um so far. Uh now as per usual, I shall go through the list as in accordance to myanimelist.net, which is personally the best list that I can, the best site that I can think of in terms of getting an accurate depiction of anime that would be coming out during the season and in terms of honestly figuring out whether or not you're going to actually look at Um Now, I ain't saying that you need to sign up for anything or go through the hoopity hoops, but whatever. Is in no promotion. I'm just letting you know where I'm getting this shit from. Um, so, without further ado, let's go down the list. And as per usual, I shall let you know exactly what all I shall be interested in, what all I will basically go as a meh, and what I what my predictions are, or things that might mm, spark my interest, so to speak, in terms of whether or not I might actually look at something. So, let's go. Um, number one. Uh, well, first they have Chainsaw Man. Now. I don't really need to read the depiction um, the depiction of Chainsaw Man because if you did not know, Chainsaw Man is well on its way of being the next biggest anime that everybody's going to talk about. I am not kidding. This is a automatic, like, this is going to happen, okay? This is going to be the big anime of this season. That is a fact. They're, everything else is going to have to fight to get second place. Um, and it's sad to say that realistically, that's already a shoo-in because there's another season of Spy X Family. But for the most part, everybody's going to be talking about Chainsaw Man. Now, suffice it to say, Chainsaw Man ain't nothing but a far more bloodier Jujutsu Kaisen, which is nothing but a far more bloodier Naruto. So take that as you will, but it's damn near the exact same thing as far as Shonen is concerned. It just does more gore. Um, and as history has um, showcased, that's all you really need in order for you to sit there and be claimed and held in high regard. Now, Chainsaw Man happens to be one of the bigger manga that are currently being sold as well as finally getting an anime adaptation that was done by MAPPA. So, suffice to say, it is going to be a big fucking deal. Now, personally, um, I never got into the manga. Never wanted to. Um... It just was something that was like kind of yeah. And upon learning that the anime was actually going to get created, it gave me a full stop for reading the manga, as the manga generally was uninteresting. And then with Mappa's animation style, far more intrigued in what Chainsaw Man has to offer that way than I would as um, reading it. So, like I said, it's going to be number one. That is without a shadow of a doubt. But do not take my cynicism as a terms of a lack of, a lack of it, like, it, it's a lack of enthusiasm in terms of being surprised at how good it's going to do. If anything, what I am surprised on is how the story and how the anime itself is going to persist. I don't know anything about Chainsaw Man, so going into the anime without knowing anything, honestly, I feel is beneficial. So that's why I really got nothing to say outside of the fact that it's just, I understand the bare bones of what they're setting up, but... If it's done, like, you know, not saying that that can be do, done well. And then much like with Jujutsu Kaisen and Mappa's animation, there can be some incidents where, well, damn near just like Demon Slayer, 
just because the story is kind of yeah doesn't mean that you know the shit ain't pretty and amazing to look at so gotta give you know gotta give credit where credit is due but for the most part i hope that it's actually something that's worthwhile not something that essentially i would be like yeah i knew it <laughs> i don't want that i actually would like for it to be worthwhile and just uh better <laughs> for damn sure better than jujitsu kaisen but um for the most part yeah now after that we have mob psycho 100 um part three now uh this is the third season of mob psycho and honestly this is another thing to look forward to mob psycho has never disappointed it has consistently been good um if anything i'm gonna have to get a refresher from the second season because it has been a while since i've seen it and i don't actually believe i've finished the second season so um it it would behoove me to get a refresher but if you have not partaken in Mob Psycho, trust me when I say the reason this has a third season is good. Um, it, it This isn't no fault of its own that it has a third season. This is actually a pretty decent and really good story. Another thing made by one, the guy who created One Punch Man, and like the story itself and the characters and the comedy are all there. It's a really good anime. So hopefully third season does just as well and hits home just as well. But I feel that with the abundance of Heavy hitters that are coming out this season, much like last time Mob Psycho came out, well, with its second season, it's going to fall down to the wayside in terms of being on people's radar. That does not mean that it won't get the credit that it's deserved. It's just that it won't be as talked about as much as it should. Hell, um, season two had some amazing fucking action scenes that just people just slept on. And it, it that was annoying. <laughs> but that happened. Um, ooh. Then you got Spy X Family Part 2. Now, this is the second half of Spy X Family. Don't sit there and think, like, you know, like, this means it's the second season. This is the second half of the first initial thing. Typically, anime kind of goes in terms of 24, um, 24, 26 episodes. So, uh, usually, they'll break them up in half in order to spread it out over the, the course of the year to get more viewership out of it some things basically persist and go through the next season but when you have something that blows up as much as spy x family did you kind of pace yourself they did the same thing with jobless isekai so it, it's not shocking that it did that but um that just goes to show you exactly how much of a like i'm, I'm so happy that it was but it, it's like it's crazy how much of a of a Cinderella underdog story that that was. The fact that Spy X Family was something that fucking blew out of the water. Most Shonen that came out last season. No, that's um, the season before, which was the um, spring season of 2022. Um, the fact that so many things, that it blew out of the water so many other things. And then essentially, essentially was a manga that is just basically majority comedy, but also wasn't something that was highly Shonen, right? Or like, in the shonen scape of being like fighting and powers and shit like that much like what chainsaw man is going to be um and the fact that in the fact that it became such an un unbelievable hit is is beautiful it's it's soup is surpassed what happened to that damn thing where um it's the student council and then like uh they're trying to get the other one to commit that they like each other but it's like the first one to admit it will be the lesser in the relationship or whatever um and like that shows popularity kind of gained from, you know, like, yeah, you could say, well, some of the, the jokes and the comedy that's in the anime, because it is funny, 
But a lot of that popularity came from the ending theme song being the way that it was and then just how the anime community is when it comes to trends. Um, but Spike's family supersede even that. <laughs> so it, it it became like just, it was a tsunami on how that fucking thing hit. So pleased to see that it's going to get more. And then considering that I fucking read Spike's family, I can say like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Now, you also have the sixth season of My Hero Academia, which I'm not going to check out. Don't like My Hero Academia. But also, and here's a here's a, the, the questionable kicker right there. We're going to get the Bleach resurrection. or the um, We're going to get the final arc of Bleach, which is crazy. Now, this has been years in the making. Hopefully, the animation is, um, well, I would, I would say that the animation should do amazing. But it is the Bleach thousand-year blood war. And it is about the final arc within the Bleach manga. Um, I am very on the fence about this one. I feel as if a majority of people kind of just are done with Bleach. It it did the damn thing. It was one of the big three, but that was forever ago as far as anime is concerned. And for the most part, the final arc itself is pretty fucking stupid. Um, I read it. So, yeah, it's pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, so... Not really anything tangible in the story aspect, but there is just a lot of action and fighting and whatnot going on. And then it is an ending, if if anything. But it really isn't anything that's that like you know something to write home to. So because of that, it's one of those things where it's like you know if you're willing to see the ending of Bleach, by all means watch it. But for the most part. It's not really that big of a deal. You probably would be able to scam through this quickly if you was to read the manga currently. Um, and then you, you, you'll get the same story and then you'll be like, huh, yeah, there's really nothing to that. And then considering that Taikubo's type of thing is just basically drawing cool stuff and not really having a really concise story. Yeah, and it's like, you're guaranteed to see some pretty dope action scenes or whatnot. But... The takeaway is that it's a really abysmal story, especially for a finale for Bleach. So it's it's very disappointing um, in terms of it being an ending for something that was such a big generational shift for anime. But the fact that it is currently getting an anime and then finally we get to put Bleach to rest properly is also welcome. So it's one of those take it or leave it type of situations. Me personally... Not really high up on my radar. There will be certain fight scenes that I'll look at, but not necessarily watching the whole thing through. It, it ain't worth that. It really isn't worth that. Sad to say. Uh, now you got Fumitsu no Atene um, second season, or To Your Eternity second season. I do not know what that is. Um, if I'm not mistaken, no, I believe that that's, yeah, okay. I do know what that is. That is the um, the anime about the guy that essentially is a god and going through the human world and whatnot. Now, that was a um, another hidden gem that came out when it did came out. So the fact that it has a second season is 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 a nice change of pace. Um, I did I personally did not watch the anime, nor did I plan on watching the second season. But I would say that I heard good things. I'll say that. Now you got Blue Lock. Blue Lock is basically a twisted thriller of a sports anime. Um, it is essentially people playing soccer. So if you're not in a soccer, I suggest staying away from it. But it does have a twisted psychological aspect in terms of dealing with soccer. So if you want something creative, then if you want something creative and you like sports, 
hey, go at it. Have have fun. Um, me personally, never was my cup of tea. Looked at the manga and then just understanding what the premise and everything was just wasn't my bag. Sports anime are kind of you kind of gotta be into them. <laughs> like you kind of you kind of want to care about looking at the sports. Uh, and and then I'm someone who basically my sport anime fetish got out of my system when I looked at fucking um, I Shield Twenty One. So I read I Shield Twenty One, and because of that, it's like that's once you read one sports anime, you've you've done read them all because they generally follow the exact same fucking storyline. Now this is fundamentally different. It's just that personally, I don't really care that much about soccer, so I will not be looking into this. Really seeing a psychological thriller of people like trying to persist in the sport of soccer ain't really anything that I'll be interested in. Hell, it'd be the same thing for any particular sport, really. But I will say that it is creative on how it's handling itself. So if you're willing to give that a look, give it a look. But I don't really see it doing that well in connection in in, in like in contrast to everything else that's coming out. Now you got um Uzaki Chan. Uh Uzaki Chan wants to hang out double, which is the second season of the Uzaki Chan. Um I guess the full title would be the um Uzaki Chan um why Asobita. Um but I this is another comedy anime that's coming out this season, but again Spike's family is also coming out. So it's like it's like, oh um, what which one are you gonna go for? You roll the dice every fucking time it's gonna be Spike's family. Now, I'm saying these things as if it's a finite <laughs> list of anime, but trust me when I say, you know, you can have a list of uh, you know, you can look at the entire season of anime that come out and be like, oh, I plan on watching at least six different shows and then you wind up only watching two hell that's what i did last fucking season um <laughs> but it doesn't change you know it's still you got your little you know what you might get into what might fall off what might keep your attention or what whatever but uzaki chan is something that you know is just i feel that in terms of seasonal wise having it go up against something like spikes family bad idea Hell, a lot of the anime that are coming out this season is like, bad idea. Chainsaw Man is going to blow motherfuckers out of the water. Why? And then next season, there's nothing. For the winter of 2023, they have nothing. There is an abysmal list of anime that's coming out next season. And you wonder why some shit just didn't push themselves over. I do not understand their logic. But, because <laughs> it's going to be fucking, um... Tokyo Revengers and like one other thing. And then it's like, dude, you could, someone could have made bank, <laughs> but it's like anime and the popularity shit gets, shit gets forgotten real easily. If it doesn't supersede whatever it is, that's the most popular. They run on a popular um, mentality, the anime community on um, whatever's the most popular is the thing that only the only thing people talking about. And a lot of good shit can get thrown under the bus because of that mindset. It's sad, but it happens, you know, and you might get a season pushback later on. Well, essentially, like pushed far back because of that. Whereas, like, people be like, "No, we want another season up." And it's like, "Then why nobody watching?" Well, Chainsaw Man was out, <laughs> you know. So it's like you gotta, you gotta think, you gotta plan this shit out correctly. Jeez, uh, I don't know why they haven't got that down pack yet after so many years of doing animated the way they've been doing. Fucking retarded, but. 
Uzaki Chan has been something that I've, I've also, I'm not, I don't watch it. Um, I don't watch it or read it, but I have heard good things, never heard anything negative about it. And the scrutiny that that anime went through from Twitter in America and then it affecting the showcasing of it in Japan was an interesting development of things. Um, but also it was something that you got to um, got to give props to the Japanese for essentially doubling down on the fact that it's like, no, it is what it is. Leave it alone. Who gives a shit about what Twitter people think? And that's cool. So I I have nothing negative to say about the damn story, but at the same time, it's still not something that I'm going to actually look at. I got other things that I'm looking forward to seeing this season and only got a limited time to see them. Now we get to my baby. My baby. <laughs> this is an anime I have been looking forward to for so fucking long. Like, I, it has been at least a year, at least a year or like um, a year and a half since it was announced in the manga. But the eminence in shadow, I, and um, the, uh, the Japanese name is Kage no um, Jitsuroshi. See, I'm just, I'm just slurring words. Uh, it's Jutsu Rokushi Ni Narikate Narikatu um, Narika No, Narikakuti Yeah, Narikakuti That was horrible <laughs> But I tried to leave me alone I just say Eminence in the Shadows. Um, but Eminence in the Shadows is one of the funniest mangas I've ever read. It is a hilarious story with amazing action as well as a dope-ass character. But suffice it to say, upon learning that it was going to be released at the same season as Chainsaw Man made me so goddamn depressed as I know for a fact this is an amazing goddamn anime. And it's the same shit that happened in the spring of 2022 when it came to the anime Tomodachi game. And if you haven't seen that, I dare say please go watch Tomodachi game. And it is it is amazing. It's an amazing goddamn story, a wonderful psychological thriller. But Eminence and Shadows has amazing action, has amazing comedy. It's a dope ass fantasy story. It's a great isekai because it's an isekai where the main character isn't a total fucking idiot. Um he's goofy and silly. But he's not a total idiot. He's someone who wants one thing and then he's living it. And it's fan-fucking-tastic. Um, let's see. Let me let me read the synopsis. <laughs> let me see how much time I got. Right? Read it. Yeah, I can read it. Um, great heroes and diabolical villains are the types of characters that people long to be. But not Sid um, Kagano. He longs to become the true mastermind behind it all. Pulling the strings and having his... Uh, machinations drive the entire story. In his previous life in modern day Japan, he was not able to oh, he was not able to achieve his goal, but now reborn in a world of magic, he will show the true eminence of shadow. Um, as Sid pretends to be just another average mob character, he recruits members to his fake organization Shadow Garden, aiming to take down the mysterious cult who lurks in the shadows with plenty of ad-libs, Sid leads his fake organization against the foul yet surprisingly real um, Diablos cult. Uh, now, the studio that's handling this Nexus, I'm not exactly sure what all that they have done. Let me see. And now it is a 
um, it is a isekai. You know, gotta stress that. Now, looking at the stuff Nexus has done, I am not happy. <laughs> I am not happy at all. It has um, Rakudai um, Kishino Chevalier. Um, um, and Darwin's game. These are things that are meh. Uh, uh, Chevalier um, has like had dope action scenes, but they were very far and few apart. But the story that it did was kind of dumb. Uh, but for the most part, I am not happy. I am not happy considering the other things that they have under their animation um, belt. But that does not mean that, like, I know what happens to Eminence in the Shadow. So hopefully, hopefully they're able to pull this shit together and then it, it just, like, blows out of the fucking water. Um, and I gotta, gotta mention my labor of love more than anything else. So it does premiere supposedly on October 5th. Um, and best believe I'm definitely gonna watch it. But this is, you know, if you cater to whatever it is that I fucking recommend, this is the anime that I'm going to watch this season. Period. This is the anime. So I just hope <laughs> it lives up to my expectations. At the same time, I'm very skeptical, skeptical on how it's going to get treated. I for damn sure would love for it to not end on a note of well, the season is over with, so fuck it. That's the same thing that happened in, um, like, just fuck the, any type of notion of a continuation of the story or anything like that. Um, that previously happened to uh, the Harem Labyrinth anime that came out uh, the uh, summer of 2022 season, um, last season. Um, so I don't want that, which is damn near starting to become a very um, common occurrence when it comes to certain isekai anime getting adapted into an um, isekai manga being adapted into an anime, whether or not they were part of a light novel or something like that. But uh, it's kind of like they're making it with the idea that we can make a season and then fuck it. You know, and it's like once that season is over with, eh, whatever to the story. We do not care about continuing this. This could just end on this note, period, and then be done with it. They did that to the Atome game uh manga as well which was another thing that i was kind of looking forward to when it turned out the anime was bunk but the hopefully god i hope that this is something that essentially blows me away i don't give a fuck what anyone's gonna say or what or like how they're gonna feel about something but that's truly something that i really 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 desperately so desperately want to be good um for me you know fuck everybody else all right, on with the show after gushing. Um, Arumakun has its third season. Um, or Welcome to the Demon School, Arumakun. Um, now I've always liked how colorful the anime for this um adaptation has been in conjunction with the manga because it's actually um quite a it's quite a good um quite a good manga, good read. Um, and the anime has done very well in adapting it and honestly they're one of the things that basically um add more rather than just follow the source material and be slaves to keeping with all the scenes which really ruin some of the animes that get adapted from mangas or light novels and shit like that and so because of that like arumakum has always been like okay now again with the lineup of this season i feel that this is going to be something that is going to be pushed way down and that is very sad and um, and discerning to hear, as it is a rising star in terms of being a 
Um, pretty, pretty decent shonen. Um, so yeah. Now also you have uh Urise, um Yura, uh, what is it? Yurisei Yatasuri. Yatasura. Yeah. I believe that's how you pronounce it. But this is a series that was created from the creator of Inuyasha. Um, and she has made so many good fucking anime. It is ridiculous. Uh, but like she like really, really good manga. She's made like really good manga stories that like just go under the radar where people talk about anime and stuff nowadays. Cause most people only spew out shonen shit. But you know, Ron Mahav is still something that's near and dear to my heart as it was a manga that I frequently kept reading and then caught all the way up to and finished as well as I've seen every episode of the anime, which has, I believe about like five seasons. So it's like a hundred and something episodes. Um, but Ron Mahav, hell, like who, who grew up with adult swim and did not look at Inuyasha seriously. Uh, so really good stories. Now this is the remake of this anime now, this anime has existed like they've this already had an anime but this is basically fresh new coat of paint brand new animation we're not getting the dragon ball z kai treatment which is the best kind of treatment that you don't want you're this is a brand new animation of this story now the problem with what they did is that this isn't a bad thing to do with older anime and honestly i would persist that they do this more um, rather than get shit like Dragon Ball Z Kai, you would get something like this, which is a brand new adaptation of an older manga or anime, which a lot of things could benefit from. And I don't understand why they haven't done it before. Uh, Toei has more than enough money to redo Dragon Ball Z. Hell, I keep gushing about the beginning of that fucking super movie that came out that was god-awful. But the opening to that, which shows Goku and the Red Ribbon Army with a brand new set of animation, damn did that look pretty even persisting and going all the way through the Android saga and the cell saga and whatnot and showing stuff. And it's like, this shit looked beautiful. And it's like, why won't you just animate that? Yeah, it was going to cost money, but you, you seriously can fucking afford it. One piece keeps spitting up money. You have money. Dragon Ball Z people. If they give a new Dragon Ball Z out, it would blow away. I don't give a fuck. Whatever is out. It would just destroy it because that's how big of a deal. Dragon Ball Z is. But whatever, <laughs> you know, and it's like, hell, you could even start from Dragon Ball and do that shit. But Dragon Ball Z alone, a brand new animation schematic to Dragon Ball Z. Damn, you stupid bastards. But this is something that's getting a brand new um, coat of paint and anime. Um, not really worth reading the synopsis for it. It's it's well within the world of um, the creator and like the stuff that she makes and whatnot. But um. I like I said that, like what I was trying to get to is that the negative aspect of this is that her shit is very dated. The older her work gets, the more you can see how old it is. And this is one of her earlier works, and it is very much dated. Now, in comparison to something like Ron Mahaf and Inuyasha, it shows exactly how dated it is with like the wanty actics um, and the gags and stuff like that. So I dare say that only only fans of anime or animation would be the type of people I'd look at this or just diehard fans of all of her work that would be willing to watch this. Now, not to say that anything about that is negative at the same time. It's like, I can look at a fucking nosebleed joke all day long and still laugh if it's funny. So 
you know, if they're able to not just rehash and redo old gags, but essentially change up to where it's like now it's you're not trying to make the stuff more modern, but essentially you're modernizing the joke to give it a fresh coat of paint, make it a little bit funnier rather than a predictable mess of garbage. Because a running joke within the series is that the main character is a lecherous pervert. He keeps hitting on other girls, but then it's this alien thing that just constantly is shooting out lightning at him because she's in love with him and she doesn't like the fact that he's a perverted to other things. It's a joke as old as time or whatever, but it's like, if you can make it better, then you got something. So hopefully, hopefully. I would say it's getting the damn, um, what is that? Ushio de Tora. That was an anime that came out. It, it's getting that treatment. Um, and if you look at Ushio de Tora, which was actually a really good anime, um, except for one episode, just had one bad episode, which is sad. Just literally one episode that damn near ruined the entire show for me. <laughs> but um, the other than that thing is amazing. Uh, but Ushio de Tora was an anime that already existed, damn, just like JoJo, already existed, got a redo, and then because they got the redo, it was actually really fucking good. So, and it needed that, because the older thing just wasn't able to deliver what it needed in order for that thing to shine. So, yeah, like, this is something that I'm going to check out, because like I said, fan of her work, like a lot of her stuff, I'm cool with the older gags. I know anime so i'm cool with that stuff still want to give it a watch to see if it um you know if it holds up so this will be something that i will look at but don't know like it depends on what they show if whether or not i'm gonna stick with it um then you got um reincarnated as a sword or tensei shikatari ken uh deshita not watching this um i'm not watching this because i find the premise incredibly idiotic it is an isekai, but it's just so stupid. You you give a main character who essentially has no purpose outside of being a tool. And one of my least favorite premises in any story is um, the concept or the um, pushing of the plot by having a main character being led by the nose by another character, particularly a female character, which is generally what the Japanese always normally do. Whereas like the main character's actions, decisions, or anything that he wants to do are not that of his own choosing, but literally because he's surrounded by a girl or other girls that are constantly putting him in situations that he generally does not want to be in, but then he goes into them anyway. I hate that concept. I hate that story structure. I hate that setup and all that comes with it because it is ultimately aimless in terms of the main character meaning anything as his own person so having it to where the main character is literally an in an inanimate object that essentially has to go to the whims of another character it is just just the worst so ugh. okay now you got um kanko isuka ano umi de i do not know what this is i do not um if i'm not mistaken this oh no um see it doesn't even have the whole thing isn't it kind of collect because um that's the uh the ship girls now this is weird because the first season of this came out years ago um now much like i was saying you know something that essentially is incredibly popular really well known and essentially just the anime didn't get its shine because of other factors that basically led to it being pushed down in terms of recognition recognition if you will because this is actually a big fucking deal. The ship girl things is a big fucking deal. Um, people love that damn thing. Um, it's the same thing as like the fucking, um, what are they? 
the uh, I about to say the Maha Romantic, <laughs> Maha Romantic, um, the fucking singer Vocaloid. Yeah, it's just like Vocaloid. Vocaloid is so big, yet you speak to any like American fucking anime and um, watcher, and they have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. But you talk to people who know, yeah, it's like Vocaloid. Oh yeah, big fucking deal. And it's like, why do you think Black Rock Shooter got created? And it's like, what's Black Rock Shooter? And it's like, you are toxic. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> now, um, Golden Ka- um, Kamui has a fourth season also coming out, which is crazy. Now, again, that's another that's another surprise smash. Didn't expect that to get um, as well received as it did, but it did. Um, and so that that is cool. But Golden Kamui is not something that I enjoy looking at. Um, so I will not be looking at that. Hell, I, I won't be looking at the Can Collect either if you needed some confirmation for that. They're like the Ship Girl thing. I know that it's popular, but that don't mean I fucking like it. Uh, so, yeah. Now, this one is interesting. The Shinobi no Itoki. Uh, that actually, I believe, is going to be a Netflix anime, if I'm not mistaken. But... Because of the premise, I I am going to watch it. Now, um, let me let me read. Is um after surviving an attack from a rival Koga clan, Itoki um Sakabu um Sakurabi Sakuraba yeah Sakuraba Sakuraba Sakurabi Sakuraba. fuck <laughs> uh, an ordinary boy discovers that he is the nineteenth heir of the Iga Ninja. Um, of the Iga Ninja. Itoki learns to become an Iga clan ninja and joins the war between the Iga and the Koka clans. That, and that's it. That's it. It's just, it's ninja. But if you, I, I dare say, look up the trailer for this, for Shinobi no Itoki, um, because they actually have some pretty good animation. Really good animation for it. So hopefully, because it seemed like the main character is going to be a little bitch for a good little minute. But the animation and the fight scenes that they have were actually re- very well done. Um, I just hope that it's not too far and few between. And it actually has some pretty pretty cool concepts and some stuff going on. But, uh, you know, but it is something I'm going to check out to see. Just to see. Um, then you got, uh, what is with all these long fucking Japanese names? Damn it. <laughs> Um, Akuyura Renjo Nano de Last Boss Wo Katamishita Kata Kata Mashita. Um, let's see. Being actually ill, a young girl has spent most of her life in a hospital room pay, playing a tone game to fill her time. However, she one day finds herself in the midst of a scheme of one of these games as the story villainous Irene. Lauren Delatria at the banquet to celebrate the end of the Academy's winter term, the crown prince and Irene's childhood friend, Cedric Jonet. Emir publicly annuls his engagement with Irene and announces that he is in love with uh, Leela Rainforth, the game's female protagonist. Uh, aware of the tragic future ahead of her and determined to change it, the young girl resolves to conquer the game's final boss, the Demon King, and Cedric's half-brother, Claude John Emir, by making him fall in love with her instead. With time running out, can Irene succeed with her plan, or will she remain bound to the ill-fated ending that awaits her? I am not going to watch this. This is a female version of the Isekai Atome game thing, which became popular in its own right, and there are far too few 
male atome game um protagonists out there or story-based uh concepts and whatever but uh typically what was sad is that the best one was the literal and uh, the literal anime named atome game um but even that is ridiculous in its own right but essentially this is something that's like yeah if you're not into that you don't gotta be into that like it there's nothing nothing of nothing of value that's going to be lost from this one so not going to check this out uh pity that you got stacked up against all of these monsters this season <laughs> for your whatever um little isekai's and shoujo thing um now let's see you got more than a married couple but not lovers Ugh. <laughs> third year high school student um jiro hoped to partner with shori of the same class in the mandatory couple couple practical course in this particular student um in the practical in this practical students must demonstrate that they have the necessary skill set to live with a partner of the opposite sex while presenting a certain level of what's that a certain level of harmony to the video surveillance that grades them unfortunately Random chance put this slightly subdued self onto the practical with the person polar opposites to him, the Garu Akari Watanabe. Akari is, on the other hand, hoped to be paired with her crush, Minami Tenji. Um, their hopes are doubly dashed when they find out that Shiori and Minami are assigned together. Of course. Uh, <laughs> thus, they reluctantly decide to cooperate um, to reach the top 10, which would give them the right to exchange partners if both couples agree. To the end, Jiro steals a courage first kiss without realizing um, that he, what he's done while giving a hurried goodbye kiss. And and that's, that's a story, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's a story that exists. And I don't want nothing to do do with it it's a god it's a cheesy romance story fuck like you know you know how it's gonna end right like it, it literally has two ways of ending one um they actually get the person that they want and they realize that you know they're good friends but they're not meant to be a couple after they kind of went through the notion of thinking that they might be a couple or two they end up together because they do find out that hey they actually get along and they might be a couple um now what i can see the main female protagonist has pink hair and first of all, that's not a Garu if she has pink hair. And second of all, if she has pink hair, it is it, it is innately terrible. <laughs> that is law. Pink hair sucks. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely don't want to get involved with that one. Uh, what's even more fucking weird is that this is classified as a sign -in. What? Because I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of boob touching in this. <laughs> but I don't care. Then you have another one called Do It Yourself. Do It Yourself follows high school girls working on DIY projects as they struggle, fall, struggle, fail, and yet don't give up and see the projects through to, um, to their end. The story depicts the lives of those girls as they take their first steps towards the future. Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Um, you got uh, Nanomi, Karin, No Skill, Baka, um, Age, Tentara, Kazenka, Suyoku, Nata. Let's see. 
Al Wayne, a young man who aims to be the top-notch farmer, has refined his farming skills and finally reached the max level. However, once he achieved the pinnacle of farming skills, for some reason, his life began to take a drastic change. Mm. Well, considering the box art, it seems that it might be some kind of pseudo-harem. You know, like where they assign a bunch of girls, but they don't fucking mean anything. But whatever. Now, you also have an anime called Beast Tamer coming out. Uh, the Japanese name is way longer, <laughs> but it's it's just English to just go beast type. That thing says you shall, yeah, um, you shall party wo suhio saritia beast or you know sarite beast tamer shishikoshu no niko mimi neko mimi, and it just go beast tamer. <laughs> Um, let's see what this, this has to say. Beast Tamer Ren, who uses animals, was a member of the Heroes Party. However, since he couldn't do anything else, he wasn't able to keep up, um, in battle. You only know how to play with animals. You're fired. Ren's kicked out. Oh my goodness. This is one of those stories. These are, those are such crap storylines where it's like, it's a dude who was in the Heroes Party, then he gets kicked out and he starts doing his own shit. Like, eh. there's an abundance of those in manga right now. And they're all crap. Like, none of them are endearing or good. They're all crap. And and that's just so terrible. It, it's just the worst. Because it's like, it's the... It doesn't want to be an isekai, but it sets itself up to be exactly like an isekai. It, it's so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's like, we don't want him to be from a different world, but he has amazing powers and skills and just get fawned over by a bunch of women. God, it's so dumb. <laughs> um... Ren is kicked out of the party and now lives freely as an adventurer. On his journey, he meets a girl from a cat tribe, the so-called strongest species. Of course. Elsewhere, the hero parties remain unaware that their previous success was all thanks to Ren. Exactly like every other fucking story that does this exact same premise. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is the story of a beast tamer no longer held back by his fateful encounter with a precious companion. Oh, Jesus. Square Enix did it. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, now um, this is unexpected. This is very unexpected. But um, Peter Grills and um, the Philosopher's Time Super Extra. Now, um, the Japanese is Peter Grills to Kenja no Jikan, um, which is called Super Extra. This is the second season to the Peter Grills story. Um, now, that's actually a very hilarious anime. Um, main dude basically <laughs> just keeps banging different chicks while trying to marry um his one true love but basically just keeps getting seduced damn near raped and assaulted by all these different women <laughs> and then, then there's a possibility of him getting killed if any of that comes to light hell i believe a couple of them get pregnant but it's a very hilarious story and again i feel bad with anything comedy because anything action has to go up against chainsaw man and anything comedy has to go up against spike's family and so because of that, everything is going to be bogged down. <laughs> so it's like, that's terrible. But the Peter Grill story is something that's very worthwhile. Um, I dare say I might have to read. I didn't, I didn't finish the first season of this one. Um, I can't remember what came out then, but something stopped. Like at, now at the time, I couldn't download it anymore. I was downloading it to watch it. So that's what stopped me from looking at it then. But I would have to finish it, then look at this. But... I'm glad that it got a second season. 
like I said, there's way too much shit coming out this season. <laughs> like way too much. Then you got um Koyuku no Kasaru, um Raven of the Inner Palace. Something female. Um Shoujoi, just from the looks of the cover, not really anything that I'd be interested in. It's based off of a novel, not even a light novel, and just don't care. I just don't care. Um, now you got um, Potepitiku, um, Potepitiku, um, uh, which is a silly little wacky anime that came out. It's just a bunch of random nonsense. The fact that it's getting the second season also, it's been a while since the original thing came out. Um, but it getting another season is, um, that's cool. That's really cool. But again, not really expecting much in terms of it shining out. Hell, it really didn't do that much when the original thing came out, but I, I did see every episode of it. Um, another thing is, um, Bochi the Rock. I have no idea what this is. Like, like none. But it is, um, Hitori Gato is a high school girl who's starting to learn to play guitar because she dreams of being in a band, but she's so shy she hasn't made a single friend. However, her dreams might come true if she meets Jujuge, a girl who plays a drum. Ooh, it is canon. <laughs> Never mind. I do not wish to look at it. Uh, it's about girls in a band. Don't care. <laughs> like, I really don't care. What's sad is that most anime in, um, that are based around like people in a band have abysmal music. They might actually have pretty good opening and ending songs, but the songs themselves within the anime are pretty abysmal. And that's always sad to see. While as like, you know, things that focus on music or whatnot tend to do better, but they themselves aren't something that focus on a band, you know? But it's like people who try to make a band, their music is really lame. Um, fucking, ooh. That, that gay anime, Revolution, um, isn't it Revolution? It's really gay. <laughs> I, I watched it, but it was really gay. Um, but the music that they had playing in that anime was horrible. But the ending theme song for that anime, I love. Like, that's a really good ending song. Um, but, yeah, the songs itself that were in the anime just sounded awful. And I was like, every time they sung, I was like, yes, yeah, the same repeated nonsense. But this sounds terrible. Yeah, so it, it's it's never really good whenever you're looking at something that's based on the band. Hell, even Canon, their their music sucked. Uh, so yeah, not 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 gonna waste my time. I'd like to apologize for my Canon comment, as I do know they have Uber fans, and I just would like to say to those fans and everyone who enjoyed or liked Canon, I don't care. <laughs> like their music sucked. It just it really did. It just it just did. Okay. Now you see now another one is um Princess of the Bibliophile. Okay. It's it's a chick who likes books. She Jesus Christ. <laughs> Madhouse. What the fuck? <laughs> it's done by Madhouse. This is very concerning. Um now, so it says, for as long as she could read, Eleanor Bernstein, more commonly known as the bibliophile princess, has preferred the company of books to um, to that of people. However, as a noble, it is her duty to find a suitor. Fortunately, 
Fortunately for her, Crown Prince Christopher Sarakim Asphal proposes. You didn't need to put his whole fucking name. Why do they keep doing that? You don't need to put their whole name in this thing. It doesn't. It just just said Crown Prince. You know, um, proposes a deal. He will protect her free time, and in exchange, Eleanor will be his fiance in name only. Yeah, but you still gotta make babies. <laughs> the years they spend together are bliss as Eleanor learns to open herself up to others. But all good things must come. Um, to an end for Eleanor, who loves books more than anything, um, more than people ending their fake relationship. People ending their fake relationship should be no big deal. But as Christopher grows close with another girl, Eleanor begins to realize that she isn't indifferent to him as she once thought. That just sounds horrible. <laughs> that just sounds like a terrible premise of a story. It is like, yeah, you, you don't know what you got until you, until it's gone. That's, that's the story. That's the takeaway from this. Why, why give a fuck? So that's no, that's a big no for me. Now you got Mobus of Gundam, the witch from Mercury. Uh, now I'm not sure exactly what this, like where this is going to take place or exactly what Gundam this is associated with. Um, it's, it doesn't appear to be in connection to like um, um, Amaro or like the main uh, storyline of Gundam. Not sure. Uh, it says AS, so that might it might be different. Um, but eh, with Gundam, it's really a coin flip when it comes to anything as of late. Uh, Unicorn has a very terrible story, but beautiful fucking animation um the build fighters was basically something that was only made to generate toy sales and so because of that it was really vapid and aimless and uh orphans it was just beautiful <laughs> like orphans was one of the, was the best gundam series to have came out since the original gundam and gundam wing um yeah i said it. i'll fight anyone who says otherwise <laughs> orphans is better than gundam wing yeah but so it uh it not so like it's really a coin flip when it comes to these things actually being something good now will i look at it maybe possibly but that will only be when it's finished i have learned my lesson from gundam uh unless you know for sure if it's good like if, when the next season of orphans come out unless you know for sure do not look at that shit and wait. Binging Gundam is the best thing you could possibly do for it. Because of how their stories are structured and how Sunrise does the animes, best thing for you is to binge the shit. I'm telling you. Trust me. <laughs> it helps tremendously. And when you finish looking at it, you will sit there and go, man, if I had to wait every, like, uh, every week to finish this, I probably would have stopped. I would have dropped the shit. <laughs> Gundam it is not is not that put together unless you happen to just generally enjoy that which you're like that Gundam that you're looking at. Other than that, if you're you just want to get in and think that this might be a Gundam to jump into, wait until it's finished. Trust me. Trust me. Um, there you go. Cool Doji Danshi, which is called Play It Cool Guys. Uh somewhat handsome boys, meaning that I am not the demographic for them. Uh, let's see. They are handsome guys who are cool, but a little too hard to approach. However, they are clumsy. Because they are clumsy, they are relatable. B 
because they are clumsy, they are adorable. You'll surely come to love them too. A slice of life comedy about guys who stay cool despite being clumsy. No. <laughs> a hard fucking no. <laughs> Just, I don't, no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is not for me. I am not the target audience for that. <laughs> um, Renai flops or love flops. Let's see. Don't know what this one's about, but it says, um, I see um, Ashi Kishiwagi um, lives the typical life of an average high school student until the day a TV fortune teller predicts um, predictions come true one after another, um, culminating in a series of risque encounters. Destiny seemingly draws five beautiful girls into Ashiki's, um, Asashi's path, and soon he finds himself um, fleeting not one, not two, but five. One, number two, but five love confessions. I should, um, Sashi will need to follow his heart to find the perfect love for him, or else his love fortunes may end up in one epic fail and flop. Now, okay, so this is the proverbial harem, um, I'm assuming. Uh, this will, this will technically is a harem <laughs> of uh, this season. This will be one of the ones technically eminence and shadow could be considered one it's not like you would they would claim it as such because of the abundance of female characters that surround the main character but it is not a harem trust me it is not um main character don't, don't give a damn about no bitches like do just be murdering people <laughs> but i am intrigued about this one now the studio is a uh, passion and if i'm not mistaken yeah they're the ones who are doing the new high school dxd as well as that um issue um Zoku reviewers and they just did the isekai um the um the harem and the labyrinth that came out last season so oh shit they're also responsible for the higurashi when they cry remake interesting so these guys they um if you've seen the uh <laughs> the harem and the labyrinth then or you've seen the reviewers then you know how they get down so the fact that it's them now i gotta look at it <laughs> like i said didn't know anything about it but now that i found out that it's them well now i gotta look at it <laughs> now you don't pique my interest because now i know what you do and what you do is dirty <laughs> so I gotta see you do what you do. Hopefully, you do it well, or you continue to do it well. But hey, uh, also see, uh, this is something that's a a long-standing issue when it comes to me and like anime and anime aficionados and whatnot. This is something where the premise is literally the main guy getting confessed to by five different women, and yet for some reason, it does not have harem in the theme. The theme is not harem. Why wouldn't it be? It is, it is lit. That is the premise of the whole fucking thing. The next anime that's connected to it has the premise of harem. But for some reason, the one that literally is about a harem is not classified as harem. It's themed school. Stupid people. Okay. You got, you got, you got inmates running the asylum. God damn it. Boy, it's, it's terrible how frequent 
you will see things or like they're anime that essentially you might miss out on because it'll hit that 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 niche that you just love but essentially how you look up stuff it, it comes across wrong because it's not in that um not in that genre spectrum you know like there's a lot of times where things get misgenred or misrepresentation um within anime and whatnot but fuck <laughs> it's like that's the literal premise but because they're in school you gotta say that the theme is school and it's like it's not the theme is a harem jesus christ <laughs> and then it's got comedy romance in like the the genre thing nigga just stupid just so stupid okay now uh for the next one you got um immoral guild uh now it says uh kikuri uh, Madden is a monster hunter with excellent performance because of his particular job in the forest. Um, but he decides to quit and because of fear wasting his own youth. Because of fear wasting his uh, own youth. That's that's all you got for the synopsis. Jesus Christ. Uh, my God. Um, <laughs> now, if I'm not mistaken, I did look at this as a manga. I, I can't recall correctly, um, but I will give it a look as it does hit my genre niche, which is harem. So I will give it a look, but I am not expecting anything from this. I'm going to look at the first episode and most likely that's going to be the thing that can tell me uh, pretty, pretty sure um, exactly what I'm dealing with. Now you got Ark Knight's animation, Prelude to Dawn. Um, now this most likely is something based around a game. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, really don't know. It doesn't really have, it doesn't even have a synopsis. So I'm not really sure what I'm getting into. Might not really going to skip that one. So, okay. Then you got, uh, Shinmami, Renjiku. Ah, shit. I'm, I'm butchering shit again. Why am I? Ah, God. It's like on the spot, I'm bad at reading the shit. But if I know how it's pronounced, I got it. But trying to pronounce it on my own, mm, it's going to give me a minute. Um, Shinami Renkin Jutsu um, Jutsu Sushi no Tenpo Keke. Um, now, Shoot for the Stars. Um, let's see. Shoot for the Stars are going to be the country's number one alchemist. When a young girl, um, Sarasha, graduated from the Royal Alchemist Academy, her teacher gifted her a house for her to set up shop, aiming to become a masterclass alchemist. Um, she gathers materials herself, experiments, and operates a business in her very own um, atelier. Um, I don't know. Uh, Sasha indulged in... Indulges in a slow and relaxed alchemist life. Is that the whole story? Like that's just that's all it's about is just watching her do alchemy. No, no go. Uh, no, 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 no. So not only that, but uh, another. See, this is another thing of like miss genre in shit. It's an adventure fantasy, but it's considered slice of life. Slice of life has to be within regular life because if it's in another made up element, then that means that it's not slice of life because slice of life has to be in accordance to real life. <laughs> That's the main thing about slice of life. But people confuse that with just like, yeah, you see an, a person spending their everyday life in a fantasy world. That does not mean that it's a slice of life. It's still a fucking fantasy. <laughs> it can only be a fantasy. It is not a slice of life. 
Now, um, your um, Yowamushi pedal, Limit Break, that has its fifth season. Now, this is crazy because I did not know it was on its fifth season. I know that this has existed. This is a big deal. It's a pretty cool, um, it's another sports anime. Um, it's, a, it's a big, long-running manga. Pretty, um, It's pretty interesting, cool. It's just people on bikes. <laughs> you know, it was like just professional um, bike riding. And so, uh, or cyclists, you know, professional cyclists and whatnot. And um, it, it essentially was always niche. It's, to me, it's similar to Hajime no Ippo, where this shit can keep going and it, it actually consistently does very well in how it's pushing the sports element and what they're doing. But it's so under the fucking radar <laughs> like nobody talks about this thing it, it goes so unnoticed yet it is popular in its own right um i i can foresee them actually doing a live action movie with this um similar to something like initial d and if you don't know what initial d is again i want to hurt you <laughs> like, like 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 how dare you uh let's see you got four nin wa Shorizo Usho Wo Suku, which is the story of four friends who each have a secret they cannot share with each other. Wow, thanks. I totally want to watch it now, you dumb bastards. <laughs> so obviously, that's a fucking no. <laughs> um, you got Housing Complex C. Housing Complex C centers around Kimi, who lives, um, who lives in a small, low-cost housing complex located in the seaside town of um, Kurosaki, Trouble seems to follow her wherever she goes, and horrific incidents be begin to occur. It is an ancient evil stalking the residents of housing, housing complex C. Um, from the looks of it, I wonder if it's going to be something akin to another, um, which is an anime. Now, uh, if it is, cool. If it ain't, whatever. Now, looking at the different anime that these people have that um, that are associated with this, uh, I doubt it's gonna get that graphic like another. But you know, don't know. It is classified under horror, but as far as anime is concerned, that can mean fucking anything. So whatever. Uh, you got this thing that's about people like that climb mountains and camp and shit like that, and it's um Yamano uh, Susume. Next summit, not anything I'm going to be looking at. Um, my master has no tail. I like. I already know about this. Not going to be looking at that either. Um, it's going to be one of those. Suffice to say, it's going to be one of those off comedy things that just deals with magic stuff and like basically low hanging fruit as as far as jokes go within anime. As far as anime is concerned, so nothing. That really gets my goat, you know. I'm pretty like if it if it's revealed that it does some outlandish shit, you know, we pulling some Nietzsche Joe or some Daily Life of High School Boys type of stuff. Then hey, you got me. Um, then I'll definitely look into it. But you know, that'll be something I will check back in upon further review. <laughs> but uh, for the most part, initially, nah. Let's see. You got um, Akiba Made War. That's interesting. Never heard of this one. Um, in spring 1999, um, admiring and wanting to be cute maid, a young girl comes to Akihabara, the end of the century, 
Akihabara is filled with a wide variety of maids. The Maid Cafe, um, commonly known as Buta Gumi, um, Pig Hut, is open today as well. I was in a panic because the new maid who had joined the store with me was quite unpredictable. Um, maids, trainers, and others, Akihabara life forms appear as well. And the red bat swings into action. This is a full-fledged made works, um, made work struggle diary given to all masters and ladies. We are waiting for you to come home. Boo, <laughs> fucking Japan. <laughs> but um, uh, I would have to see. I would have to um look at a trailer for this to see if it's um anything. You know, I was like, if I see a trailer and it shows that this might be funny, then possibly. It just sounds wacky, but it doesn't mean that it'll like hold up, which is a big fucking problem when it comes to anime and uh, comedy type deals. And again, for anything going comedy, you have to fight against Spy X Family, which I'm telling you is leagues above so many fucking comedy, manga, and anime that exist today. So. It, good luck, you know. <laughs> it's like good fucking luck. You're not beating them. They are so it's so original, so fresh, and so good. It good luck. More power to you. But I'm telling you, this shit is gonna be a it's gonna be a massacre in terms of trying to compete with the um with the popularity of that damn thing. Um, and Ariasa dummy head, uh, Mike, me, Natati, Natati Ata. Oricun no Jinsei. After reincarnating into a dummy head microphone, the protagonist gets involved in the lives of high school girls who do ASMR. The comedic anime will follow these high school girls as they aim for the ASMR Koshien. Another led by the nose anime that's going to be basically over sexualized, and then essentially you have it to wear the like, the, uh, just dumb. So, no, not for that. Moo Loo Alternate. God damn. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Coming out of left field, hiding under the tarp. You got Mulu alternate, uh, or Mula um, Louvre. <laughs> I've heard so many people pronounce this different ways, and I really, I still to this day, don't know exactly how it's meant to be pronounced, but Mulu alternate is always how I pronounced it. But if this is the second season of something that has came out years ago, <laughs> like this shit came out a long time ago, god damn, like man. Now the crazy thing is, is that Mulu alternate is fucking terrible. <laughs> it is so bad. It is. It is a horribly written anime. And the only high factor that it had going for it when it initially came out was the shock factor of the first fucking episode. That's it. Other than that, terrible. Terrible. So the fact that it got a second season, quite astounding. But then again, a lot of anime fans slop up crap. But still. Mm. So I'm not looking at that. But again, man, good job persisting through the times. <laughs> okay. Now you got um, Shiken Densu, uh, Legend of Mana, the Teardrop Crystal. Um, 
Now, The Legend of Mana is a video game, and uh, the story is really bland. Uh, it's not bad. It's just really bland. In comparison to other stuff that came out, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, you were old for a reason. <laughs> and it was like, and you didn't age well. You just kind of, eh. So, you know, I doubt a lot of people are going to cater to it because of that factor. Um, but at the same point, it recently, I'm, I'm assuming that the reason that they're doing the anime is because recently they did, um, they remastered the games and they actually sold fairly well. But in terms of a story, when you like transitioning over to an anime and whatnot, it is very bland, very bland. So ugh. now you also have another anime called Eternal Boys. The story follows six middle-aged men who have experienced success and failures in their lives. One day, they decide to become an idol group and overcome such barriers as their age and <laughs> their physical conditions. That is funny. That is very funny. I might give this one a um, a looky-loo. You know, like only, again, the comedy has to be there. If the comedy isn't there, then then it ain't worth it. Now, from the looks of the picture, I'm not sure if this is 3D. I can't really tell. The picture that I'm looking at is fairly faded. Um, but if this is all 3D, no problem. Now you got Idolish 7, Third Beat Part 2. There's just too many number words in there. <laughs> but it's the second core of the third season of Idolish 7. What the fuck? Did... <laughs> Yeah, boy idol animes, not my bag. Girl idol animes, not my bag. So don't do it. Um, now, this is hilarious. This is very hilarious. <laughs> now, what's hilarious? I'll tell you what's hilarious. This is, um, it's it's Conan. It's about um, Case Close. So Conan the Gawa stuff. Um, I'm going to try to say the name about the butcher. Um my ten tente Conan uh Hanani no Hanzawa san. No Hanzawa san. Now this is um I've, I've read actually read some of the manga of this. It's cracking up. But um it's essentially it's about like if you've ever seen any of the case closed anime or the manga or anything like that, you know that there's a shadowy figure that they always use to depict the murderer before they solve the crime. And it's like because it's a shadowy figure who they don't know is the one that committed the crime, right? So they made a spinoff series that was about that actual figure being a person themselves, and they're trying to go kill Conan. <laughs> and so it's it's just freaking hilarious. <laughs> and and it's like so it's just it's it's this black silhouetted person that just appears in like every episode, every time he's like depicting or saying what the killer or criminal did. And and then this someone just made it to where it was like, it's his life in trying to get to Conan so he could kill him. <laughs> so he can, it's, it's incredibly funny. It's an incredibly funny premise. And it's, it's a nice little thing for anyone that happens to be a case closed fan. It was a good, it's a good manga. So the fact that I got an anime is hilarious. Um, and again, like like with everything else, good fucking luck. But seriously, it it is it's sad to say that it is something for people who know case closed. Like you don't need to know everything, but you have got to at least seen a couple of episodes to get why this is a funny joke. You know, 
And then it's just the stuff they have them do in, in their attempts to try and come after Conan is funny. It's very funny. So, yeah. I, I know this is going to get swept under the radar. I hit my hand on my desk. But I I I feel for it, you know? <laughs> like So, it like hopefully the animation is good to where it like keeps up with the jokes um but yeah now you got um another one is vazrock the animation okay the anime will follow two units from the vazrock series vazzy and rock down what <laughs> i don't know what this is <laughs> vaz vaz rocks what it says male idol thing so again not in that demographic so we're moving on now, I did not know about this. Now, um, Berserk Ongo Jude Memorial Edition. Now, it says TV edit of the Berserk Golden Age Arc Film Trilogy. Um, so, most likely this is being done because, sadly, the creator of Berserk passed away. Um, and, uh, like, it... The ridiculousness of how much people don't even like people have slept on Berserk, me personally being one of them as well. Um, I understand its importance and its relevance and how good it is, but I'm I don't read it. I don't read it and I don't watch it. I'm not a Berserk fan, um, but I do know that it is actually pretty um, pretty good, pretty decent and whatnot. Um, but sadly, because the creator passed away, um, the fact that they're doing something like this is pretty cool. Uh, you know, it is like the the movies that did come out by Madhouse were essentially, um, to my knowledge, very well done. They, you know, they could have been better, but a lot of people kind of a lot of people kind of don't understand that the difference between manga and anime, especially like how detailed the fucking drawings on Berserk are, and trying to transition that into anime, just ain't got the budget, bro. And, and also, it was like for the hardcore fans of Berserk, a lot of them don't understand exactly how, like, it's popular, but it ain't that popular. You know, it's it's the equivalent to JoJo fans. Real, realistically, it really is. Um, JoJo fans like to believe that JoJo's Bizarre Adventures is, like, just that fucking famous. And it's like, not really. Not really. And it's like, it's popular in its own right. Don't get me wrong. But it's not as popular as you think that a studio would warrant spending an abundance of amount of money behind doing something with it you should have already got that from how they fucking treated berserk's anime which was abysmal and really like someone should have got shot in the foot for that shit um because it's like if you wanted to get into berserk which you people should have especially after they released those damn movies and it just build up a brand new audience into wanting to see how this shit all started and you just gave this lackluster approach towards the animates where basically a third party studio got it and we're working on it and it was fully 3d completely undermining undermining all the beautiful artwork that goes into the series itself just fucking terrible but yeah it was like you know as, as a memorial it's nice that they're doing this but the overall treatment of berserk as a brand has been terrible been very much terrible Let's see, uh, Pew Pew Mo Car Driving School, something too Japanese for me for my blood. Um, Reiwa, um, Reiwa no Digi Chart. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> DigiChart came out back in the fucking 2000s, like early 2000s. They used to have DigiChart promos on like some of the fucking anime DVDs that I bought. I haven't bought an anime DVD in over like 10 fucking years. So that's how old DigiChart is. <laughs> so, or Charita uh, is. So the fact that it got a thing is very weird to me. Um, you got a, uh, let's see, this robot thing, uh, Megatron Q, Masu, uh, Masashi, uh, Megatron Q, Masashi, second season. I've never heard of it. I have never heard of it, sadly to say. But, um, let's see, Human Bug, um, Daigu, um, Daikaku, um, the Human Crazy University. Never heard of this either, but it says, um, Let's let's read it, shall we? Uh, yes, let's read it. Um, Sakate Hirofumi is a prisoner on death row for murdering his fiance. He's also an underman who has survived many desperate situations. For this, he has earned the interest of research institution called Human Crazy University, which studies real life. Um, Marcosius uh, phenomena in the people who become entangled. Yeah, and people become entangled in them. Now a subject of their research, Sakate relates to them his memories of his immortal yet unhappy life. Why did he kill his fiance? Soon enough, the truth sheds light on the much bigger conspiracy. It's a crunchy roll thing. So is it going to become a crunchy roll original? Hmm. Don't know about that. We know how well they've done with prior shit. So good luck. Good on you, Mike. <laughs> now let's see what else they got. Uh, the Daily Life of the Immortal King three. That's now. Now we're going into ONA chat um stuff. And ONA is typically like the original net anime and stuff like that. The Daily Life of the Immortal King is a Chinese anime. Sue. Take that what you will, but know this. Chinese anime suck. <laughs> you know, just, just putting it out there. You know, just Josh, just putting it out there. Uh, there's really nothing on here that's of interest to me. Uh, like I said, most most of the stuff, typically ONAs are typically for the Chinese stuff. And a lot of them are terrible. Um, but got some movies coming out. There's a Sumire's um, door locking. Don't want to see that. The time I got reincarnated into a slime, getting, to, getting a movie, definitely don't want to see that. Sword of Online is getting another movie, definitely don't want to see that. A uh, bunch of nothings, uh, nothings, just, 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 just all around redonkulous. And, um, well, I guess we're getting a couple of specials, possibly. Maidens of the Abyss is getting a special. Um, the Harem and the Labyrinth is getting one as well. Ugh, and fucking Rent a Girlfriend. God damn, Rent a Girlfriend. <laughs> but that's it. That's that's it for this season. Um, you know, I'm glad you stuck with me. We laughed, we cried, we um, we hoped we died. <laughs> but uh, gotta say, looking forward to this season. I really am. Looking forward to a lot of stuff. Um, upon revisiting this list, come to find a bunch of things that I didn't even think, I didn't even know were coming out, let alone things that I didn't even think I wanted to see, that I'm going to say, like I said, yet again, got a list that's over 
about seven anime deep. God damn. But going to give them all a shot. See what sticks, see what don'ts. And then by the end of this season, going to give you a review on some of the things that I happen to look at and let you know what I felt about them. So you can expect that. You know, come see me in, what is it, like the fucking um, oh, two months from now <laughs> to get a review over these things? Because you get like, like 13 episodes and it's damn near 13 weeks and it's damn near over like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be a minute. Actually, actually more than two months. Good Lord. But, you know, come back, you know, next time to see my reviews on some of the things that I might happen to look at or things I might give opinion on. But I'm just going to end it there. So this has been another episode of Fun with Flame. I've been your host, Daniel the Flame. And as always, good people. I hope you have fun.